Yeah, we kick things off out in the world of money and uh, in the markets. Uh, and uh, tonight, joined uh, uh, in the next few minutes or so uh, by uh, Mark Masilela, Chief Investment Officer and Founder at Mark Fund Managers. And uh, yeah, lot happening out in the markets. Uh, but uh, also, I guess uh, some stories here as our Sondela up in there. Yeah, up a good uh, here at uh, the uh, South African Public Broadcaster. Uh, because uh, many of you, of course, would know uh, the uh, situation that unfolded there when a statement had been put out by the SABC saying, you know, the switch off of analog transmitters would uh, have a detrimental impact uh, to uh, uh, the um, public broadcaster. And uh, I guess uh, many, many challenges there, uh, which, uh, of course, led to a response by the minister saying, hey, Nina, hey, we are the shareholder. And uh, Sitanda, we can take the money. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about that and many other stories uh, with uh, Makwe Masilela. Makwe, what's your name, bro? Good evening to the listeners. Ah, I'm Nandi Masweet, Makwe, you know. I'll keep us off of my own. 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 I'll keep us off of yeah, I want us to start here at the SABC. I mean, I was just saying to the listeners briefly that in a sense, you know, this is one of the examples where government as a shareholder representative, much like many shareholders across the world and across many companies, reminding management teams and boards uh, effectively who's who. Who's the boss at the end of the day and which is fair, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just that it gets a bit complicated when it's a state-owned entity sure. which is supposed to serve the interests of the general public. But, you know, other normal circumstances, shareholders, they appoint you as a director, and you as a director, your duty is that you serve me by increasing if value for me. Mm. But, yes, in this instance, it gets a bit sticky, especially if the guys know that, hey, that money that you're looking for for your turnaround strategy, I might not sign off on it, you know. So it means your strategy is going to fail, and then you as a board, you will have failed. So, yeah, it's a bit tricky as well. But mm. if, the, if the board is right, then you know what? Our statement, people have blown this out of proportion. They've used it to their advantage to pursue whatever court cases they've got. You know, because we know that guys who've been against all that. So it was like, hey, look, even your own entity itself, they don't agree with you. So it was like a slap on the face of the minister. I, and you know, I mean, I guess th- that's the issue. Let's leave aside maybe, Mark, with the sort of uh, 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 tensions this might give rise to when an entity is seen to take a position that's at odds with the government policy. I mean, the government policy is clear on this. Uh, that uh, we are moving in a particular direction and 31 March ought to have been the switch off, but it's fine. Now it's, uh, you know, 1 June. But a big part, I guess, even of the contract between whoever was underwriting the turnaround money and the public broadcaster had a lot to do uh, with new revenue streams, new revenue sources, much of which are reliant on this transition to digital. So, I mean, I guess, in a way, the shareholder here isn't necessarily just, you know, uh, trying to entrench their power, but a big part of what a new SABC is likely to look like hangs a lot on the balance of this particular issue of uh, the switch-off of analog transmitters? True that, but if I understood correctly, you know, the body is saying there's a low, you know, distribution when it comes to those set top boxes. 
So mm. that, being the, that being the case, it means the revenue that we've been anticipating, we're not going to be able to realize because of this low distribution. So true, it hangs on that, but we are not ready because mm. of that low locosa, you know. But for me, what worries me is that, I, as we always say, these things have to be taken off the record, not to try to show who's who. Yeah, to say, listen, we report to you, let the shareholder, you're the boss, this is our view. Let them box each other, you know, in their small corners, disagree where they disagree, so that when it comes out, at least they mm. are on the same. It's the same story that we're seeing now with Ikasa and Telcom. Yes, bra. And government yeah. also. Are, I mean, it can't be played out. More than 37%, 37% mm. or 34% of Telcom, so government is a shareholder, and who's Ikasa? Because it's government as well. Yeah. Now, they have a showdown, take each other to court. I mean, let them get in a room, box each other. Then, it, and you see, it goes back to what you've been saying, Aya, that policy certainty continues to be an issue. Yeah. You know, Mark, I mean, when you put it like that also, I, th- I get the policy certainty part, and I think where everybody must be reading off of the same script, right? Especially if you're part of the same government. But the other part is this idea where, you know, people in some instances forget that they might be in part of one government, right? So so there's always this emergence of peop- own empires, this idea that, you know, as an entity, our interest is here. Um, and, and, yeah, it just speaks volumes, the I guess, sil- about some si- of the challenges. The silos, to- the silos mm. to- you know, people operate in silos. And I think we have to learn to put egos aside. We have to learn to say, listen, as the minister, you're not doing us a favor we as voters, we hired you. So you're not important. We are the important people, you know, as voters. So serve us. You as the board of directors, you have not appointed yourself, but you've been appointed by the very same minister. So you are not there to serve or to nurse your egos. Mm. You have to make sure that you, the same page, with your boss, who happens to be your shareholder. Yeah. We have to put aside all these small and things, you know. And you are right, operating in silos. And with all due respect, you know, when we say we have hired people, but at the end of the day, people have to understand their mandate, mm. that they are there to serve the voters. And then in the process of saving us as the voters, she had to appoint the board. So the point must make sure that they do what the minister asked them to do. You know, and, and I think the other dynamic, of course, insofar as the set-top boxes are concerned... Uh, is that, you know, Fagani set-top boxes in post offices, take set-top boxes to Sasa pay points, people who still have UHF TVs, but Fagani set-top boxes, pay true. And by the way, uh, who's paying out Amalokuza is another government department. Exactly. Right? I mean, so the post office you are now is worse. The post office is worse. It's in the same, you know, uh, department. Right? So take those things there to the post office when people go and collect their 350. We have a TV that has the big head here at the back. No, we don't have a flat screen. You get a set-top box, connect there in the RF, you move. And to be told, post office idea is not a bad idea. I remember post office has got a serious footprint. You know, mm. it's just that the efficiency of this whole thing. Because to be told, there's nothing wrong with the post office. Someone can easily turn around that post office to make it profitable yeah. and more importantly to save our developer, developmental needs as a country. Sure, sure.
So, hey, Mark, yeah, man, maybe just the last one on this SAPC one before we leave it. What do you make now of this apology uh, on the part of uh, the public broadcaster saying, look, and I think they're saying the same thing you're saying, Mark, with that uh, we kind of could have had this discussion in a different way. And, uh, you know, it's not okay for a shareholder to see something like that in a media statement. And uh, I think that's, that's even the principle that the public broadcaster is saying that I'm on Hardy. You know, we could have had a, could have had a good chat here. I think I must give it to you will serve as, an, in, as independent as possible within the frameworks of the law. Mm. Hey. Yeah, Makwa, let's, let's leave that one there for a second. Or else about Krish Wambas out there, Banyate Lagakul. Pick and pay. Let's go to pick and pay. Uh, now, these are the guys who give us boxer. These are the guys who give us pick and pay. By the way, I'm shocked that the clothing business does so well. And I'm not going to say why I'm shocked. But um, maybe, Makwa, just explain to us, like, why. You know, Pick and Pay was struggling. Okay, Pick and Pay used to be very good. And people who have done finance at school, you know, mm. who are my age, Pick and Pay used to be one of the good examples when they make Case examples when they come to company. Case mm. bad, but. Mm. <laughs> but then they got into trouble, stuff like that. But now they're implementing a new strategy. And I think, number one, you know, as a company, the guys are committed to offer us low prices. Testimony to that, you look at their internal spelling inflation. They have managed to restrict that to 2.9%. Our foot inflation is more than 6%. So it shows you that the guys are containing that for us, which is good for customers. The guys, they had issues. They had to close some of their stores because of their unrest. But now, as much as the guys have managed to diversify some of the resources, other than rebuilding the stores and the distribution centers, they managed to open 138 new stores mm. within that period. Yes, there have been issues with unrest and then all this whole issue about, remember what June there was some ban when it comes to liquor trade? That affected their, their, their uh, revenue. They had almost a loss of, they lost, lost sales of almost 2.7 billion. But still on top of that, for the year, the guys managed to increase their sales by almost 5.2%. South Africa increased theirs by 5.1%, and I think rest of Africa by 5.6%. As much as the guys have lost almost 66 solid days hmm. when it comes to liquor trading, you guys showed your commitment. You helped them to make sure that the liquor sales volume were up by 57% over the period. No, Mako, you know it was Kuma and his people there, you know, who are so committed uh, <laughs> to say, you know, Sobasi Yekelepanzi, top line of pig and pay liquor. And, uh, but how much of that, I guess, came from massive discounting? I mean, they said the internal selling price inflation wasn't so strong. And I guess you can't be increasing the prices of, uh, you know, our favorite drinks there, especially if you've been closed for as long as these guys were. And. That talks to them continuing to offer us lower prices as consumers to make sure that we don't struggle, that there's high unemployment, stuff like that. And we know South Africans, who is most of us, or spent more than 50% of our money when it comes to food, also look at their clothing division. You know, they've managed to gain market share because and it's, it's across the board, you know, women, men, and child. Uh, what do you call it, clothes, the guys managed to gain market share. So I think gradually the guys are getting some more. Yes, you cannot compare it, you know, with the big boys like ShopRite, but it's not too bad, I must say. I, 
Then, uh, Makwe, if we shift away, I guess, from uh, pick and pay just for a second. Gold sector strike um, ongoing now. I don't know how many weeks it's been, but yes. Yeah, it's probably more from than, I guess, months. 15. From the 10th of March. From the 10th of March? Oh, yes, you're right. I mean, that was, I remember there was a strike ballot in Carltonville or something like that, or a strike meeting just before it started. Um, yeah. And it seems, yeah, Neil Froneman using any idiom and uh, turn of phrase. I don't know what somebody becoming a meeting in the sandwich for the wrong reasons is, but Neil Froneman is saying it and he's saying, yeah, now he's not budging on his position. He's not going to give the workers the extra 300 rand increase they're looking for. But by 300 rand, you know, it's going to become a magic number, you know, going forward, you know. I mean, the whole issue here is that people are asking for a thousand. The guys are prepared to give them 700. And as you're saying, the difference is 300. And the guy is saying, listen, we cannot increase our fee cost because we're seeing good commodity prices. The guy is saying the person should be coming anytime soon. So we cannot be seen doing that. No, so I hate but Marco, Marco. On value. This is what I don't yeah. understand about... Uh, you see, if I was, um, if I was a consumer-facing brand, I, I could say that, right? I could say, look, global outlook isn't looking so good. And mm. the implication of that is that a recession will lead to retrenchments, layoffs, massive cut in demand, and we can't give you the money. But here is somebody who mines minerals that are sometimes a safety haven when there is risk on sentiment in global markets, right? Which mm. might lead to a surge, on, especially if things go badly, might lead to a surge in the price of the metal that is being mined by the same workers who are striking. And the same guy is saying, no, in a recession, Tina, we're going to lose out and therefore we can't pay you now. When for all intents and purposes, as a holder of a safety haven, they might effectively see a price surge. I just, I, I don't get it. I agree with you. So th- that's interesting because my question was going to be, after you said all that and he sounded very convinced that <laughs> the recession is coming anytime soon. So if that recession doesn't come in the coming six months, is he going to change his Good sense? question. Good question. You know, that's what he's saying. Mm. Fine. Give him all that, but if it changes, you know. And by the way, this is the very same guy who's been spending billions expanding Sibanya as is. Good thing for shareholders, diversifying their revenue going forward, getting into other minerals. So ask yourself that these guys, they're doing PGM, they're doing gold, they're getting into money uh, that they've been using to expand is the money that was generated from the safe haven which is gold because here mm. we are talking gold called gold miners not other guys but they've been taking that money trying to expand the guys need to walk away from a deal you know in brazil but the guy has been expanding remember we even said it on the show that we won't be surprised that at some point, the guy will say, let me separate this asset, list the overseas assets separately from the South African assets because the South African assets might be seen as trapping value. So to unlock all that, can we just separate the two? I, 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 I'm not so sure. I am and not Neil, so sure. Neil, Neil, Neil is known for speaking up his mind. Neil has been known for being handling unions head on remember this is the guy who grew up in the mining sector from so mm. being a manager a supervisor you know all, all those sorts but i'm saying we always say even people when they make presentation that our most important asset mm. is our work yeah as a people man 
I mean, he's starting to sound now like an analyst or a trader, Magwe. I mean, I, I'm hearing a lot of the things that you're saying. He's been there. He's, and I'm like, oh, okay, in his spare time, is he an analyst or a trader? What's happening? Ah, yeah, we'll throw a statement. We don't sound like that. But you are the guys who always call the recessions before they happen. You say, you know, we see something in the yield curve. Uh, so and we get it wrong. Always. Uh, so, Magwe, maybe just the last one here. Greyhound is back. And the Tinama Koduka, as we see uh, the nearing <laughs> of Ipasika or Passover or Easter, we are very happy. Yeah. I think those, that's good news, Aya. That's good news. And I like the fact that the guys, and apparently it's level one, triple B. Is that you, Makwe? Is it you who put this money down? Is it Makwe fund managers that uh, wanted to be a family owned, secretive investment fund? The guys don't want to be known. You know, the guys are happy to be at the background. And but, but I mean, who is it? Who could it be? The National Spar? Anyone. Who is it? Anyone. The National Spar? Because <laughs> I know you're close to the markets, Mark. I, I, know, I know you know some of this. Aya, can, we, can we respect people? Their wish is that they don't want to be known. Yeah, man. Only the can National Spar would say that. Be like, ah, yeah. But can, can we be happy that... The guys are putting back your Cinella, your Crayon, back into the market. Definitely. At the right definitely. Time, saving more than 200 and so jobs. Yes, we know. Mm. They've lost almost 4,000 jobs. And I, I think we need to understand tourism is critical. Sure. 8.6% sure. of our GDP. Yeah. Please. And you know, Mark, I mean, for me, this is so interesting, right? If, if you think about the transport sector over the last 18 months, uh, starting aviation. There's been some market rejigging that's happened there. People exit, people enter, go to the trains. We're in the same flux passenger rail. And now you go to like, you know, long haul, uh, long distance uh, uh, bus road travel. Um, and, and I think the impact uh, of um, taking out an entity like Greyhound, City Liner, and many of the other, you know, versions or iterations in the market would have certainly had a massive impact on, uh, you know, consumers working-class consumers, you know, lower-middle-class consumers who are the users of these services. Definitely. And not only that, I also students. I mean, mm, there are plenty of sure. students who are using that mode of transport, whether they're going to Cape Town or Free State or Devon, it has been a very reliable transport, you know. Mm. So it's just so good news that and we hope the guys have yeah. deep pockets enough to be able to withstand all these high diesel prices for now and let them have their patient to stay there up until mm. it picks up and it gets even or surpass the yeah. levels that we've seen. Remember, ground has been struggling even before COVID-19. Yes, yes. Even when it was there at Cap Industrial. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. We, ju- we just wish them well and I think these are good news. Sure, sure. And uh, also, as you said, the students, big users of this and uh, saw the Student Congress coming out and saying, hey, Nina, we want you to continue with those discounts. <laughs> uh, so I, I, that was a, a positive input. Right? Yeah, no, they are correct. And I, and I wanted to take a dig at Indangam, the Ukaba, Buila Matiwane, because they took that one from him. Uh, and he was saying, yeah, we are overjoyed at the relaunch of the bus service. Uh, but uh, we want you to continue with the discounts. Makwe? Arisiya Dakhud, man. Alles toli. Makwe Masilela, the Chief Investment Officer and founder at Makwe Fund Managers, joining us for our business wrap.